as Balik tried to hinder Ummu Sulaim from her deen, but she remained firm and steadfast. On one journey, he was on his travel and he passed away. When she got the news, she said, fine, I'll concentrate on my child and my children and I will teach them deen and I will teach them about Allah. One son was Hazrat Anas radiallahu The other was Hazrat Bara, Bara bin Malik radiallahu Anyway, after she had completed her waiting period, her idda, the waiting period, she was devoted to upbringing her child, connecting him to deen. They would learn together. When Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa made undertook the journey of hijrah, she brings her son, Hazrat Anas radiallahu anhu, to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa saying, O Nabi of Allah, this is my child, my little beloved Anas, I brought him to you to make your khidmah. O Allah, you, O Nabi of Allah, make dua for him. Allah's Nabi Sallallahu gave him du'as from day one. That Allah bless him in everything, in his children, in his wealth. Hazrat Anas was a very young, intelligent boy. And he was now so fortunate to become part and parcel of those closest to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Because when making khidmah, you learn and benefit the most. So he would be near Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa and Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa would give him such a loving treatment, such compassionate treatment, so much of compassion and love, wherein he says, Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa treated me so well. He never ever insulted me or shouted at me or accused me or reprimanded me. Subhanallah. This is the akhlaq of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa On one occasion, Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sends him on an errand and he sees the youngsters playing, so he gets occupied. Afterwards, Allah's Nabi Sallallahu says, because Allah's Nabi passed there, Anas, have you fulfilled the task I uh, assigned to you? He said, uh, Oh Nabi of Allah, I'm going, I'm going. That was one report mentioned in his life. But Allah's Nabi Sallallahu would never be upset with him. And Allah's Nabi Sallallahu would say to others as well, why reprimand him? Why take anything out on him? What Allah wills happens. What Allah wills happens. And this is how Allah's Nabi taught us to treat people. Treat people politely. Treat people kindly. Treat people respectfully. And the other lesson we learn from this hadith, Anas anhu, Hazrat Anas anhu was very young. And also, he wouldn't do things to upset Nabi as well. So Allah's Nabi had the best of character. And Hazrat Anas had that amazing the quality of respect and he was obedient and he did whatever Allah's Nabi needed and he served Allah's Nabi so we learn two lessons from here Allah's Nabi's character and his treatment of his servant and servants and Hazrat Anas wisdom and understanding of what should be done in all these situations in the discussion of servants Allah give us tawfiq most people have servants coming into the homes, helping us. These are our helpers. Allah Ta'ala brought them in our company for us to connect them to Allah. We have to inspire them in regards to the deen of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. We have to treat them well. Allah's Nabi Wasallam even taught regarding slaves. Because at that time it was prevalent in the world. If one had to purchase a slave, he owned the slave. There was warfare taking place. There were battles and so forth. Then those who were taken captive were purchased and sold. It was common in the world. Islam encouraged liberating slaves. And Islam encouraged treating them well. Allah's Nabi said, They are your brothers. 
So if your slave is your brother, your servant is of a higher degree. They are your brothers. They are under your supervision, under your care, because Allah put them under you and not you under them. This is Allah's will and Allah's decree. فَمَنْ كَانَ أَخُوهُ تَحْتَ يَدِهِ He who Allah has placed his brother under his supervision and care and authority. Treat him well. If you designate tasks to him, be moderate in what you designate. Give him tasks that he can fulfill. And if the task is daunting and difficult, assist him. In one hadith, Allah's Nabi said that your servant was involved in preparing your meal. Now when you are sitting with your meal before you, let your servant sit with you. If you do not have that courage, then at least take from the fresh food and give the servant to partake. Because Allah's Nabi said, because it was the servant that went through the, the scent and the fragrance of that lovely meal. So obviously they would be feeling for it. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq and give us heart. Let it not be such that, yes, they prepare the bride stand or they prepare the pot of meal and so forth and we eat everything and then they have to scrape the bottom of the pot or just leftovers. What happens to their heart? Let's show character and let's show akhlaq, which is the teachings of our Janabi Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And let's remember, if we do not share Allah's deen with the servants who Allah Ta'ala blessed us with in our homes, Definitely when they die, when they are sent to hellfire, they will certainly say, Oh Allah, we were not invited to your faith. We were not invited to your deen. We didn't know that this is for us as well. Certainly they are going to be asked. And if we didn't invite them and share the deen of Allah with them with character and with wise words and make deen, the deen of Allah Ta'ala available to them, we will have to face consequences on the Day of Judgment. May Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala save us. Remember, there's no Nabi of Allah. There's no Nabi of Allah to come. Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is Khatamun Nabiyyin. This duty and responsibility of spreading the deen of Allah Ta'ala to all and sundry, especially our servants in our home, is our duty. It's a responsibility and a duty.